Welcome to Tough Love Podcast with me, Mairead Lockman, matchmaker, dating specialist and the founder of Love HQ Matchmaking. And me, Stephanie Wiegan, clinical psychotherapist and relationship specialist. Stephanie, this week uh, you came up with a great suggestion is actually having a conversation mm. about the things that you and I find difficult to say to our clients. Yes. Maybe they're not ready to hear it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we would love to just tell them straight out, but we don't want to hurt their feelings. And yeah. when you actually said it to me, I automatically was able to think about 10 things and exactly. that will help them on their journey. But maybe it'd be easier for us to say, to, you know, to in a general to way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. That's exactly where, where I was. I just found myself, we, we find ourselves sometimes repeating things. Yes. And then you realize, oh, Uh, That's something that comes up again and again in Mm -hmm. session, again and again with people. And so there'll be one or two of these that will be for you. Yeah, and sometimes as well, I find it that uh, you try and give the person that advice and they're like, yeah, yeah, I know, but... And you're like, oh, just listen Mm. to me. It'll change your dating life, please. You know, and you don't want to push too hard. So you don't want to push too hard. You don't want people to be offended. So here we, here we go. So... We're not taking these in any particular order. So I'm just going to start. I suppose I'm thinking we can't have thinking dating first. So there's a few things around that that I would like to say that are always very hard to say to people in session. Yes. One is drink less on a first date. People, I couldn't tell you how many people have told me that they cannot remember what happened Mm -hmm. at the middle or the end of that date. And they wonder why there is no follow up. People are cool about, you know, having a good time um, there is no problem you know nobody is tight around drink but if you are drinking to the point where you're not remembering things and if you are drinking to the point where you are not really very alert sorry what kind of vibe is going across here and who's going to really want that before they even know you so I really think drink less and I know we've talked about slow things down, but I'm really just putting the drink one out there. You yeah. will make better decisions. You will be a much better conversationist. Yes. You won't be um, sort of trawling your back, your back, back story too, too emotionally and telling all those things that broke your heart. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody they cares. don't want to hear it. Not on a first date. No. First date is for fun. Dating is too And if you drink too much, somebody just has to mind you. And I can tell you, they're not going to tell you, but they won't be back. Stephanie, I have heard all sorts, because I ring everybody after their dates, and I've heard all sorts of things to the point that I actually dramatically reduced the amount of people that I send out for drink dates instead of and more so for coffee dates if yeah. it's if it's not dinner uh, and the reason being I've had ladies getting so drunk that they've lost their handbag so the rest of the date was them looking for their handbag ladies walking out the wrong door of a bar and trying to get back in and can't get back into their date but their mobile phone mm. and their full handbag is sitting beside that man in the pub yeah. um, I've had very recently a guy that had to put a lady in taxi and he said you know, I would have actually brought her home, but I was afraid of what would have, you know, been said. Yeah, exactly. All of those things. So it's very difficult. And he actually brought her on a second date and this exact same thing happened again. And people don't want it. So, and that's not being judgmental. And I would say whether it's the the man or the woman, either, it doesn't matter. This is not in any way directed. It's it's just that it's too much. Nobody Mm -hmm. knows you. Um, And and you can't get to know people properly in in a swim of drink. And I would just, so. And if you are going for drinks, dinner, 
eat something before you go out 100% exactly number two you um, I <laughs> think honestly the reason why you're single is yourself you know if it's been longer than six months okay people can cheat on you people can break up with you and everything but if you're single for, single for longer than six months and you would like to meet someone the reason that you were single is yourself so for a lot of when people, you say yourself, do you mean what they're doing or who they are? Um, I would say that they're not doing a lot. Not doing you enough. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, again, I use the example. Look to yourself. That's it. If saying. you were to lose your job, you probably, you know, they say on average, people don't even have three months salary to survive on, uh, on average financially. So if you look at that, people would find a new job very quickly. Nobody likes looking for a new job, but they get to it and they get on it. A lot of people, because there's no kind of expiry date or they don't have uh you know kind of a gun to their head sort of thing a deadline, to a deadline yeah mm. um, what I would say is get on it the amount of people that come to me and say oh I hate online dating nobody likes online dating use it as a tool to get to meet people um, they say to me um, they're not going out enough they're not flirting a lot of people say oh nobody came over to talk to me so I need to people to get real yeah. okay the reason why you're single if it's been longer than six months is yourself so you need to work on yourself you need to Put it Look out at there. everything. Stop putting yep. limits on your life. Be open to absolutely everything. Yep. I think that's good. I suppose what, what, what I, I pick up from what you're saying there really is if, if nothing is going right for you yep. in the dating world, and we mean it kindly as well. We don't want to be yeah, no, tough, know, tough, tough buddies today. But the truth, because we both feel very much mm-hmm. for, I mean, that's why we're doing this because because we know those women and we know those men and we know where they're struggling and how, how difficult it is. But Things don't just happen. You no. make them happen. And, you know, it's not about when you were speaking there. It, it made me think about how many people say to me, oh, I know, you know, it's, it's kind of, I know I'm going to meet the, right, right, meet the right person. They're going to come my way. Sorry, they're not. They're apps. That is complete rubbish. No. They're not. Nobody's going to come your way. Nobody comes in the ladder box. Yeah. You, and whether you like online dating or not, you got to, if you don't, find another way. But you have to put the numbers up. It's a yes. numbers game. And it's not, you know, it's like many things. The more you practice, the luckier you get. You know, it's like that also with life. The, and more, the more choices you have. The more choices you have, the more opportunities you're creating for yourself. Mm-hmm. Think of it like business, you know, uh, yeah. you know, in that sense. When do when do when do sales go up? When when yes. you when you continue to keep all sorts of opportunities open, you don't really know what works no. until it works. And but it's not about soulmates. It's not about uh, fate. It's about you being ready, creating lots of opportunities, being open to people out there yes. in a friendship way and in a love way. They all come. To, they're all on the same chain. Really. It's funny you should say that because my next point is nobody is coming. And you've just said that, you know, but also dating is out of your comfort zone. And it, it is all these little phrases. Yes, that you hear people saying, but people have to realize that, you know, if you as well, especially I find people that have a job that's within their comfort zone. So maybe people that work a nine to five job that they're not maybe in sales, that they're not used to meeting new clients you know that they're more office-based or not used to you know being we'll say responsible whether or not the business survives or not that sort of person tends to be a little bit more in their comfort zone in life and therefore can sometimes be a little bit more in their comfort zone with dating so you need to push yourself you need to make yourself feel uncomfortable the nerves are good just go and do it yes interesting you say that I was thinking earlier of an analogy and I I really find, find it kind of um Uh, useful in explaining to people you know it's a little bit like fitness you know you often have to push through a threshold you know it's it's uncomfortable for a while but then suddenly you realize you're in a new place you know do you know what I mean yeah as I sit here with sore back after overdoing the weights yeah on Wednesday and and me last (laughs) week I know you last week yeah okay so um I think we're on number five ish are we yes um 
something I find I often try and get across to people, and it can be very difficult because it, it, it is, I suppose it can reside quite deep in them. But, so I'm saying this now without all the therapy and for people to check themselves. Be the chooser, not the pleaser. Yeah. We, I remember reading years ago about a, a fantastic poem, Are You the Kisser or the Kissed? I and love this when you I say that. Yeah. I always find myself, when I'm listening to people and they're telling me their story and their struggle, I find myself always with that in my mind somewhere. You know, who's pleasing who? What, you know, why are you pleasing, not choosing? So... I'm not saying you can answer that yourself because a lot of it is subconscious. You know, a lot of it is deep down. You maybe were taught as a child. There's all sorts of things there. But I am saying to you, watch it. You shouldn't be pleasing everyone. You should have yourself at the centre of what you do. You can choose to please, but you have to be able to put yourself first. I cannot tell you how many people can't do it. And it is a problem. Um, I would, the way I would put that is the good girl. Are you yeah. the good girl or the good boy? Um, do you do what you're told? Do you never step outside the line? Do you always say the right thing? Are you all about appearances? Do you have to be perfect when you're, you know, when you're going out? Um, and I actually think when you find real love, um, the most authentic version of yourself is what they fall in love with. Um, and sure. so, you know, yes, you have to make a good first impression. I do think that. But I think if you are the good girl, um, let's face it. It's, it's only a version to, of you. It is a version of you, but you're you're just, you're putting on a mask. You're, you're hiding. You are hiding. Yeah. And you know what? It's your lovely self that people want to fall in love with. Exactly. So if you are a good girl or a good boy, what I would say check is it. check it. Check it. Definitely. Absolutely. And in all areas of your life. Yeah. Business, life. Uh, dating all areas mm. which uh, just as an addendum to that I think is what I've often said early in you go back to the first date idea reveal yourself yes. because remember the earlier you reveal yourself first of all you're speeding up the whole process you know people often yeah. as you say be the good girl don't bother being the good girl no be the girl who asks the hard questions yes. be the girl who wants to know yeah. you know be the girl who is curious and 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 don't be afraid to ask and if that person doesn't want to answer fine yes. then move on swiftly instead of moving on 6 months later absolutely so all relationships, the best relationships, you talk about your authentic self. It's about where you meet each other, see each other for who you are. And that's what you like. So yes. all the other is dancing around the mask. Now, I also will put a side note there when it comes mm -hmm. to, I would say, women with a lot of masculine energy. Um, and I would say, you know, this kind of phrase of um, what you call it? It is. Well, that's who I am. You know, but yes. it's like this masculine kind of aggressive energy, like if they don't like me, well, tough. You know, I think there is a balance as well. Um, I think there's a lot of people yeah. hiding behind that mask, self-sabotaging. Mm. So just question yourself and you're fitting yourself into maybe or you're questioning yourself over that. Um, yes, your most authentic self, but sometimes we have to check ourselves. Are we single because we're a bit of an asshole? Yeah, and because, well, I think we also have to, have to, you know, what you're touching on there is you have to accept that, you know, it's a dance, like the whole sexual yes. thing, the whole attraction yeah. situation, the whole love story is a, a dance between wanting to know all of you, matching each mm -hmm. other in terms of sometimes I'm strong, sometimes yes. I'm, I'm vulnerable, that vulnerability, that giving, that opening up, that um, taking risks with each other, all of those things, you yes. have to let those happen. Not, we're not in work getting the task done. You know, you have to, we do all have to be careful of that. I know I work in a, in a sensitive kind of area. So there is a feminine 
There have to be. Side yes. in that for me. But um, you know, if you're if you're that girl who has that who has that great side, you know, and who is working in a different environment where you can be strong and straight and you can Absolutely. manage people and you can say all those hard conversations brilliant love it I absolutely love it yes. but it isn't all of you and within the sexual frame you have to remember that your partner will want also to feel those feelings sometimes and feel strong absolutely. and able I was going to say on top but maybe let's leave it in there on yeah, top, yeah, on top. <laughs> <laughs> I think the phrase I was looking for is I just say it as it is people that say that can sometimes yeah it's a bit of a shutdown yeah it is a bit of a shutdown so it is and there was a book a few years ago called Why Men Love Bitches yes, and think- you know like it's all well and good and everything like that but actually if you are a bitch and they're dating a bitch basically they're they're probably going to filter they're not going to tell you everything they're going to tell you the version that you want to hear because of your reaction so why not be your authentic kind version of yourself now it's not that you need to change yourself Mm -hmm. but they're probably going to be a lot more honest with you and therefore you'll make a better connection because they don't need then your partner then doesn't need to mask who they are yeah, well, because also what you're what you're touching on there is, I know I've often said you dr- we draw something out of you know what the mm-hmm. way we are affects the way another person responds to you. So yes. you gentleness sort of brings gentleness forward. Yes, and aggression, as we know, if somebody's aggressive with you, what happens? You put a lot of shutdown. Now yeah. we're not even talking in the in the love sense here, but you know, in the dating yeah, or sense, you match the just energy. in life. Yes, yes, you match. So so bring bring the kindness, that softness the loveliness, in. Yes, yes, and then the kindness and the niceness and the you and know, therefore curiosity. consciously think beforehand what type of energy do you want in your relationship, and that mm. therefore bring that language. If you want compliments, mm. give compliments. And of course, people do it sometimes, Maraid out of defense you know and out yes. of fear and there's a hiding and we all, we understand that and i'm saying that genuinely of mm-hmm. course i understand that but you have to you have to watch it and check yourself because you're kind of self-sabotaging Definitely. and you're putting in a lot of work you're putting yourself through a lot of hard times and it could be a lot better for you yeah of course so um one one other thing uh from my side is uh I just just want to being the the, mm-hmm. the senior partner here Brilliant. um just want to say uh you know People talk a lot about men being very focused on looks. Yes. In in the the dating game, I personally find actually I'm not 100% sure that that is correct because I find women very very conscious of wh- how a guy looks. Mm-hmm. And of course men want to be attracted to and and yes. for men there is no doubt there's a physical attraction that mm-hmm. has to be kind of present. They have to there has to be something very present there whereas for women it can you know conversely yeah. it can kind of grow a little bit more. But if you inquire with guys, they going that little bit deeper, they will usually say, it, like, personality overrides. There, there's a baseline. There's yeah. a baseline, okay? Like, a person yes. has to be, you know, obviously presented well and nice yes. and all that. But, but really, personality overrides can, most of that. Can I tell you what yeah. I find? I find uh, guys in their 20s and 30s, um, or men that haven't had a big relationship, the, one of the most important things for them is looks. So they're like, I want to make someone attractive. Like if I ask them, why are you single? I'm very choosy. Like they need to look good. They need to look after themselves. Mm. Men that have had those relationships or have been married or had a very long-term relationship, when they come to me, they would like to meet a lady that's no drama and fun. Yeah. And you know what? Looks, I would like to be attracted to them is kind of what I get, but it's not the most important. So it's funny. So they they see the full picture. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so it does kind of come into its own. So it's an an interesting one. Um, Some ladies, uh, I think the more a lady is about her own looks, the Mm -hmm. more important looks are for 
the partner she's with but sometimes you may also find that sort of lady would say things as well like oh like they'd have to fit in with my friends and family they're really looking for a vibe or someone to fit in or someone mm. to look good with them whereas but it's um, a tripwire it, it, it absolutely it's a tripwire. is you're, it is you're, you're talking you know the person is talking all the wrong things you're looking for all the wrong mm-hmm. things and you're going to end up constantly disappointed because any smart guy is going to realise you're looking through him. Yes. You're not getting to know him. No. You're looking for some kind of, I often think of it, um, you know, we have a sense in the clinical world, we have um, people who in many ways aren't totally into their own sexuality. They often yes. are looking for a kind of almost like a mannequin version mm-hmm. of the woman or a mannequin version, you know what I mean? Yes. Like a, of, of a man. It's a kind of a, almost like a one dimensional perspective yes. of what, my partner should be, you know, so mm-hmm. they're not really in the desire of, you know, what they want from them emotionally or sexually or otherwise. They're more in the, I want to stand beside somebody like that. What does that yes. mean? I mean, you're not going to connect. That's not going to come across as a connection on a date. No, that's that's going to be very off putting. And I suppose the reason to say it is because you might not understand what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And this might help you just to question that. Are you too too fussy about things On like oh he's a little bit little mm. bit this and a little bit that maybe just put that aside for what just put that aside the next time yeah. and try and just listen try and talk and get deeper you know try and get past all that and because it's the person you should be getting to know getting yes. right in there to who he is what he likes um what kind of person is he um and and get that fun going then choose but, you know, you yeah. need to defocus de- de- from the looks issue. Like a soulmate is not just found. Like it's a relationship that's built. You build yeah. in that. You don't know two minutes in. Now, yes, you can have the butterflies and things, loads of coincidences and loads of things in common and everything. But you do have to build on that. And that's what dating is. So if you're literally shutting it off because you're expecting to get this lightning bolt straight away, it's not going to, to be there straight away. Um, Another point that I have here, the more av- average you are, the easier it is to find love. Mm. And the reason I Do say that physically or everything in intelligence. Yeah, so basically yeah. the probability, now this is my own observation. I didn't read it yes. anywhere, but the probability of you finding love is significantly increased the more average you are. So I mean height, mm-hmm. so average height, average weight, average looks, average job, average education. Um, you know, if somebody comes to me and they've got Makes blue sense. hair. Yeah. Okay. That's not average color hair. Okay. So if they have blue hair, my, the amount of guys or girls that would like to date someone that are on my books that, you know, that has blue hair is significantly reduced. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had a gentleman come to me the other day and he had a big woodcutter beard and we're chatting away and he said, like, I'm coming to you for help. And I said to him, I'm, do you want me to be completely honest? And I said to him, you're a very handsome guy, but I would definitely trim way down that beard like we're we're like way 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 Mm. down and he was like should I shave it off completely and I said well why don't you you know give it a two blade maybe or something like that or a three blade and see how you get on with that and then go from there and actually there was one or two other little bits of advice I gave him and the email he sent me the next day was first of all you're the first person ever to say that I'm handsome Second of all, wow. my family, my sisters, friends have said to me for years, would you ever think of trimming your beard? And I, he, 
he reckoned they were probably saying it nicely to him. But it is all of those things like, look, you know, well, what you've touched on there, if I may yes. say, a lovely way of, of, you know, a lovely way of giving that to people is that, yes. look, in the average, you know, when you stay in the average mm-hmm. zone there, it's not that we it's, want you to be, you know, and I'm not neutralizing saying to make yourself. yourself small. I'm yes. not. No, I know. You know, you're saying, look, you want to up your chances. You've got to stay in the average range. That's it. That's kind of what you're saying. And it's a nice way to put it. Yes. And but, you know, when, when he said to you there about, you know, you're the first person who said he was handsome. Can't you just feel the, the vulnerability the email. of I that? I nearly cried because yeah. I was just like, I could see it in his face when I said it to mm. him. And it meant a lot to him. And I suppose getting the validation from someone I yeah. like myself that he has paid to come and see that obviously but is But here's a there. guy, Mairead, who'd yeah. be on a date I know. and be judged I know. As I say, sometimes over rigorously. So just remember, everybody on those dates mm-hmm. has have feelings. Some people might find it easier to hide them. I know. And so, and I know that sometimes I'm wheeling back to the drink. And yes. I know people drink extra because you're nervous, or they don't eat before they yes. go because they're nervous. You have to stop being nervous. You know, bring yes. yourself to that table for fun and fun only. Yeah. Enjoy it. Don't, it's not. It's not supposed to be a party. It's a. It's an encounter where you really try and get to know each other a little bit, and really bring yourself there. And remember, mm-hmm. that person has made the effort to do that too. Exactly. And be real, and be straight, be honest, and be kind. And the quicker you do that, I'm telling you, you'll frog march forward. Exactly. That's what I, and I see. think, though, if you're nervous and like extremely nervous going on a date, one, you might not be the most confident. Okay, that is fair enough. But if you're so nervous going on a date, I would say. You know, what is it? Are you afraid they're going to judge you? Or are you afraid they're not going to like you? Or are you like, it's very often, I really hope that you like, they like me. It's kind of the, the attitude instead of actually the thought of, I hope I like them. But bringing it back to this yes. point, the more average you are, I'm not saying to anybody to stay small. No, I understand. I'm not saying if you are absolutely fabulous that you should, you know, reduce yourself or feel like you're reducing yourself down or make your play yourself lower or anything like that. Yeah, okay? shrink. You're not, we're no, not talking about it's shrinking, not shrinking But I yeah. think there is there are fabulous people that come to me. And, you know, it's not up to me to judge who's fabulous and who's not because I do see value in absolutely everybody yes. that comes to me. You know, it's not up to me to judge who is fabulous, but there is extremely fabulous people that come to me and sometimes I do find it harder, whether it's their career. Um, and like, you know, I personally would think if somebody is dedicating their life to helping other people, that's mm-hmm. fabulous. You know, I don't, I'm not, we'll say, um, bamboozled by what people earn. It's actually yeah. what, how they spend their but day and their energy. But who they can match with. That's it. It's less it, it, and it available, reduces. naturally. And that's why a lot of, I think, ladies that have big careers find it more difficult. I'd have yeah. um, some professional female rugby players like they're fabulous at what they do but it's quite a masculine um, sport you know or it is perceived as a masculine sport yeah. and therefore you know how do you tell a guy that doesn't play rugby or you know and I recently sent one out on a date and he played rugby himself before but again he was just like I found that a bit intimidating so mm. it's mm. Uh, and actually but another guy wouldn't and another guy wouldn't. So what I'm saying is, but the probability is. Yeah, you're you know, working in the average zone. Exactly. That's it, okay. Okay, so here's here's something that um, I just wanted to, to, to mention, and it is, um, I know we all talk a lot about Esther Perel, and I do love her. She's absolutely She's brilliant. Yeah. excellent. But just something I heard her recently talk about, and it was, if you want the conversation, you know, we, the, we bring the conversation to a level. You remember, we play a part in that. So yes. Be it on a date, yes. on, a, on our fourth date, in the first three months, yes. whatever. So she has a suggestion for a number of first date questions, which I just thought, wow, I, I really like this. It's about, in many ways, bringing the conversation deeper. Yes. So you might 
let's say you've had your, you know, you've had your first drink and you're having lots of, you know, you've covered all the, the, the what you do and all of those things and where you're going on holidays and all yes. of that. And this is a, a way of dropping it in. What's a rule that you secretly love to break? Yes. Now, there's a good conversation. Love it. What's a risk you've taken that changed your life? Brilliant. What is a dream of yours that you have never shared out loud? I like these. Mm. What's something non-sexual that you find sexual for you? Fabulous. And finally, what is the, what is the something that you would whisper in the ear of your younger self? I love and these. They're lovely because they're really they, lovely. they bring in all the possibilities yes. that we know. They touch into the, the kind of the points that actually mm-hmm. bring a relation. They are actually the, the parameters almost of your mm-hmm. relationship. You know, uh, you know, where your dreams are, where your regrets are, yes. where your fears are. Um, so and not everybody will be able to bring all that in. Maybe just one of those questions this, is enough. It explores it a lovely. bit more. Yeah, it and it, it makes it. the communication a little bit easier. Yes. Um, like I always say the main reason, like when you're on a date, the art of great conversation is building a connection. Okay, but it can be very difficult to talk around that. And then people go down the rabbit hole talking about their jobs. The holidays. Um, and the holidays. I call them yes. hairdresser questions. You know, Correct. the stuff you talk to about your hairdresser, that's not building a connection. Yes. Now, everybody, the six characteristics that everybody looks for in a partner, some of this kind, happy healthy looks after their appearance is ready to date and has good values and those questions yes. allow that space so yeah. like we're talking about yes. bringing the energy now I don't know if we straight in on a first date but I do think it is a very I think one of them I think one of them yes. and see where the question goes but I think for people that are not great conversationists or get very yeah. nervous on a date it might be no harm to have those um, what well, I have a little think about it because yes. I, if I may reflect back what you touched on there, you kind of slipped over, it, but you did it so yes. well. It was it's that you're opening the space yes. in the date. Absolutely. And that's what uh, that's what those questions remind you to do to yes. create more space where the other person can bring something new. Mm-hmm. And remember, you need to do that yourself, which yes. is bringing in something of your childhood, bringing in something of your past, but not a big, long story about, you know, your last relationship. Yes. Nobody wants to hear it on a first date, in my view. But also, it kind of lets you know what their parameters are of their personality. So like I've dated somebody before and there were all their life was just rules. Like on a Sunday morning, I clean on this way, I do this, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just so much much rules 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 so like what rules you know, like you know it opens it up so much like there's such open questions yes that let them interpret it whatever way they want and bring it whatever direction it wants and it also means you're not going to go down the rabbit hole of what you do for a living exactly um, like it's nothing worse than talk to a tax consultant for 45 minutes about how busy they are you know <laughs> exactly I was thinking you know when, when I wrote these out I was thinking about what's something that you would whisper in the ear of your younger self yes. and I thought I was thinking myself Yes. As let's say in the love and the yes. dating and, you know, now 30 years into marriage and all of that, you know, and all those little doubts that everybody has at the beginning. Yes. So there's two things I would say to myself. Okay. If it was years ago. One is, remember, you will probably love three to four people in your life so and have three out. or four significant yeah. breakups. So try not to um, overemphasize the first. And the other thing I would say, because everybody thinks you're super confident when you're, you know, Mm -hmm. my age, you'd want to be confident. But, you know, you've all that experience behind you. But I think if I was going back to my 20 year old self Mm -hmm. or my 25 year old self, I would say you're way better than you think. Yes. You're way prettier than you think. Yes. And you've much more to offer than you think. And also you'll get there. So enjoy the journey. Yeah. 
Don't exactly. be always like, what about you? Mind? Yeah, I think when well, you get there, yes. so enjoy the journey. And I think as well, um, I would probably whisper feminine self to myself because early in my career, it was so masculine. I worked in finance myself yeah. and another girl, Natalie, were the first two girls doing what our job. And it was just so masculine. And actually, it was only when I really started doing the matchmaking side of things that I was like allowed to be in this feminine energy. Lovely. And it's just beautiful because it's my it's being true to myself. Yes, it's your and more it's authentic that. self. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and I you're still strong. Oh, I am. You yes. See, it's yeah. that combination. It was just that one is was eclipsing the other. That's it. Exactly. They both, they both can stand yeah. side by side. I perfectly. think it's beautiful. I actually mm. really think that's lovely. There's also 25 questions. You've mentioned them before and I've seen them before yes. um, in the New York Times on how to fall in love. But I actually think you'd fall in love faster in these five questions. That's it. That I do. I think there's... Um, They're deep. They are. I think you need to be open for the space because some guys, I think, or some ladies might take it a little bit on God. But I actually, you know what? If, You're leading. Yeah, but I also think you'll figure out how they take those questions. Yeah. Whether or not they're the right person for you by that. Yes. And and one of those will ring more for different people. Definitely. So there are, Which, um, yeah. there are ones of, what would we, we say... They're the things that we find hard to say to you yes. directly. And we're giving them speedy, kind of speedily in this. That's it. And actually, can I lead on from that? Because one yes. that I think is really important and a lot of people forget it. And it actually leads exactly from there and the question you just asked me. Men want to meet a lady with feminine energy and women want to meet a man with masculine energy. And yes, everybody has masculine and feminine energy and where it comes in can differ. Yes, at but, different times. Uh, in the most part, and I really mean this, 98% of the time, men want to meet a lady with feminine energy and ladies want to meet a man with masculine energy. And so if you don't know what that is and you're doing part of your dating journey, I think you really need to read it. Mm. Um, I sometimes, when I was trying to do it myself, when it moved from masculine energy to feminine energy, I decided I was going to, because I wear a lot of black to work and I just enjoy it. It's kind of like my uniform and I feel yes. a little bit more professional. But... Um, I like to wear pink at the weekends. You know, mm. now I wear a lot of different colors, but when I'm wearing pink, I feel like I'm more in my... In your girl. Yeah, now it's funny because I'm wearing like the pinkest, if anybody has it, the pinkest Just Zara blazer today. She's wearing black and, and pink, pink today. today. <laughs> yeah, so it's like literally, it's a Friday and we'll be finishing up. Yeah. You know, it's three o'clock now and I'll be happy enough to, to run it. out the door with my, my pink my pink jacket. Um, but yeah, I think that's really important to note. And I, if I may say... It's not that these are mutually exclusive in any They're way. They're not. Very much like you are ex describing your own. These stand together. But yes. you must let one come forward. Mm -hmm. you, when, you're, when you're in the dating mode and in the love mode or in the sexual mode. Yes. The, the female you has to really be, that energy has to be allowed forward. Yes. And sometimes people don't let it forward because they feel vulnerable. They, or they don't trust or whatever. And I understand that. But just we're trying to give you the tools to help yourself. Another one I think is really important, Stephanie, is personality. Uh, I don't think people have developed their personalities a lot. I find not, you know, a lot of people that I meet in all areas of life, not just the matchmaking side of things, could do with, in, you know, just putting a little bit of effort. Do you mean continuing to evolve, sort of? Continuing to evolve, um, being better at the art of great conversation you know um, yeah. knowing what a great conversation is some mm -hmm. people just talk way too much some people don't add enough into the conversation I remember in the back in the day when I was doing a table for six yeah. I used to put in you know kind of not the rules for the night but my guidelines for the night were you should be 
participating in the conversation, but you shouldn't be over, you know, dominating it, dominating it yeah. which I think is really important. And you, and you know, Maid, you're absolutely 100% right on that. And sometimes, you know, your friends won't tell you they because won't. they want to be nice to you and they do yes. like you and like all those other things about you. Yeah. But that is the truth of it. It's a, you know, it's a conversation is a tennis match. Yes. You pass the ball around, you know, it's over and back, absolutely. over and back. And um, many people think that they, you know, that it's their job to keep everything going. And it's not, you know, yeah. also in the silence of conversations in some, there can be, you know, that comfortable it's, silence. Yeah, it's nice. Well, something new can come in. People who yes. are a little bit quieter, they need a gap they and do. they need an invite. So, so that might be just a nod or a smile, but they need yes. an invite to come in. Like the way I let you in, Marie. Yeah, I know. We're the worst person to give the example of, of the gap, you know, the two of us. But um, what I would say with personality as well, a lot of people talk about themselves. They don't actually allow anybody else to talk about themselves. Yeah. There's nothing worse than being on date with that. But I will tell you this, personality will get you further in life than education, anything else like that. Oh, absolutely. The amount of people that say to me, every girl that comes to me, every lady that comes to me for matchmaking says to me they want to meet a man with a good sense of humour. Very often people say that with a very straight face that haven't smiled from the moment I've met them, even though I greet every single person with a smile. And yeah. then when I say to them, so tell me what you like to do for fun. They don't do anything for fun. And yet they want to meet this guy that's fun and has a great sense of humor. I had a consultation with a guy recently and he met with me, no smile. I was like, hi. And then I was like, oh, here we go. You know, politely uh, continued into the conversation with him. I said to him, tell me the type of lady you'd like to meet. Fun, good sense of humor, likes to enjoy life, like literally five variations of the same thing, Stephanie. Yeah. I said to him, if you don't mind me saying, hmm. I said, you have been very formal here today. You know, I, your fun side of your personality has to come out. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, 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 I am fun and everything. She said, a very stressful day and everything like that. She smiled for 0 0.3 seconds. Fair enough. We chatted yeah. away and I said to him, the main thing you've told me here today is you would like to meet a lady that has a good sense of humour and fun. You want to have fun and be, enjoy your life with this person. You need to be part of that. You yeah. need to bring that energy as well. Mm. I have since sent him on a date with a lady who, in fairness, she wasn't the, the biggest crack in the world either. I think they were well, both of them had said the same mm. thing. I think they were pretty well matched and both of them came back and said the other person was too serious. Yeah. So I can just imagine, you know, there's... So really what you're saying there is be careful what you're bringing to the table. Yes. You know, if don't expect the other person to fill, you know, to bring mm -hmm. everything. You have to bring... You have to bring the fun, bring the joy into your own life and then you share it with another. That's how yes. it works. You build yeah. your best life yourself and then you share it with somebody. I, I have to say, I know I was brought up that way. I never looked to anybody else to yes. do it for me. And I know we all get different messages at home. I know I'm back to the old psychotherapy thing. But the truth is you have to yeah. come to the point. We all start in different families and sometimes you get the wrong message. But now is the time to start afresh. You've got to build your own life and then you share that life with somebody. And if you want fun in it, you've got to create fun. But I think that is the emphasis, okay? If you want fun, everybody wants fun. Everybody wants to be a little bit of a party. Everybody wants to be excited when they meet you. Yep. So regardless of anything, you, you need to find that in yourself. Your The success in your dating will dramatically go up if you develop your personality, if you stop taking dating so seriously, if you have more fun, bring more fun, have a bit of a giggle. If you fall in the door, laugh at it. The little, the little moments of vulnerability yep. that you bring actually build a bigger connection than oh, you yeah. giving your CV. That's right. So just... Be good crack. Be, be fun, get into it. Yeah. Last but not least. Yes. This is the last one. We're always at this. Last but not least, 
there will be three or four huge breakups in your life. Yes. Learn the words, it's over. Mm -hmm. Say it to yourself. Stop repeating the story to yourself. He hurt me and he this and he this. He's gone, it's over. Yeah. Or she gone, it's over. If you can't let that go, come to somebody, not necessarily me, but like myself. Definitely. And unpick what is holding you back because you have to learn and practice letting things go. And Stephanie, max three to six months afterwards. I really mean that. Like, yeah. you, if you're going past six months and you're still talking about the guy that broke your heart and you need a therapist, you, start, you definitely do. Move on and get on it. Okay. Good to see you, Mairead. And I you. really hope they are helpful to people. Yes. Uh, if anybody is um, obviously listening to the podcast at the moment, we have started doing lives on our Instagram page, Tough Love Podcast. So if you want to follow us there, we'll also put up each of those um, questions for first dates that Esther Perel has. We'll pop them up as well. It might be one to have a look at. And of course, like every uh, podcast, we ask if you have any questions or anything you'd like us to cover, we would love to cover it. So please contact us uh, at Tough Love. Thank you.